Welcome to Off Code, the show where we ignore the cultural codes and have real and intriguing conversations regarding the Black community and ways we can move forward to human flourishing. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Off Code. I am Monique Dusan. And I am Kevin Briggins, and we have a very important topic to talk about today. One that I'm pretty sure is going to get me in trouble, because number one, I don't have a uterus, and number two, I'm pretty sure I'm going to say something that somebody's not going to like. But today we're going to talk about the topic of abortion in the black community and the Roe v. Wade overturned and what that means for the black community. Yes. And we're going to jump in now. I think this episode is going to be a little different. One, it's just a conversation between me and Kevin. And I think that it's our conversation is going to be very interesting. I am going to be right up front. I do not have kids. Kevin, you do have kids, but like you said, you don't have a uterus. So I think some people would say that we are not the people to be talking about this, but I think we're the perfect people to be talking about it because we're Christian and the scriptures are what adjudicate what is true. So we're going to start out from that position first. I will let you know that we're going to be working our way through an article from Vox. It came out a couple weeks ago actually just about a week ago. Um, and it's yep. called Black Women Will Suffer the Most Without Roe. So what we're actually going to do is just walk through this article and highlight what is BS and what is fact and what like what do we think about some of these things and how does it align with the scriptures? Yes, I did just say BS because I really couldn't find another word. Sorry about that, Kevin. No, no, it's good. And I was I read several articles like this um, since Roe was overturned, this kind of been the general narrative. So I think it's really good that we can go through this article because this, ar- this article is very reflective of how a large portion of, at least in the media, is portraying this. So I think it's yes. good. Okay, so let's just dig in. The first thing I want to call our attention to is... Um, One, the subtitle, Black women seek abortions at the highest rate and will face greater rates of maternal mortality without the right to choose. So as we scroll through this article, we're going to see, you know, what their claims are and then, you know, talk about some things that are true within the article and things that may be false. But if we look at the picture, this whole conversation of my body, my choice Kevin, do you have any thoughts about my body, my choice? Because I have quite a few, but I want to give you, I want, I want you to go first. Oh man. You're going to get in several. trouble. You can go first. Oh yeah. I'm going to get in trouble. I have several. Um, number one, to frame abortion simply as my body, my choice is to ignore the, the true fact that there is another body in this equation. There's another person in this equation. And so to simply try to boil the law or the issue of abortion down to the woman's body, to me, is 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 disingenuous to what the conversation really is. Um, also, my body, my choice. I mean, outside of a few situations, my body, my choice is a lot that goes into that before we talk about becoming pregnant. So yes. there are a lot of choices that they can make prior to becoming pregnant um, that abortion shouldn't really have anything to do with, right? Yes. Yes, Uh, I I agree completely. People don't understand that DNA starts to form when the sperm meets the egg. 
it's not like, you know, oh, well, I was pregnant for, you know, three days or six weeks or some magical number. And then DNA starts to form. No, this becomes the makings or this becomes a human person at the time of conception. Life is formed at the time of conception. That human person is made. And what we hear a lot of is, well, it's not, you know, it's not this or it's not that. No, DNA starts to form when conception happens. And so to say my body, my choice, cool, but that's not your body. Yeah. Another, I, go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah, so yeah, I mean, abortion is the ending of someone else's life. Mm-hmm. It is an a, a, a intentional, destructive act towards a life. It is not the woman's body that that procedure is being done to, right? Yes. And so that is, that's to me, that's a dishonesty in the whole conversation. Another thing I would say is, why is it your body and your choice to do what you want to do with your body in regards to abortion, but it's never anybody's my body, my choice in regards to anything else? Does that make sense? So when we had the whole vaccine conversation, there was no body, my body, my choice. <laughs> no, there was, there I mean, was no conversation about that. But my body, my choice automatically comes into play only around the conversation of abortion. Yes, it is not consistent at all. Um, and I've just found that to be kind of the common theme is in conversations I've had around this or people who tend to take this side. It is just a very inconsistent um, view is is almost as if is a, is a con, a convenient view, right? That yes. they can use simply in this argument, um, but other places they completely ignore that. It, it's not a principle argument; it's simply an argument for this uh, discussion. Right? Yes, yeah. Now let's let's scroll down and get into it a little bit. Um, the very man, I take I have so many notes. The United States is now a country without a legal right to an abortion. In this reality, black women will suffer most. And I call BS because the legal right to an abortion has not been eliminated within the entirety of the United States. Have some states made some laws that make abortion illegal? Yes. Have some states made certain um, stipulations against abortion? Yes, but have they completely eradicated it? No. Then are there other states like California where I reside that say, hey, we're going to be a safe haven. If you work for Amazon and you want to come get an abortion here, come on over. We'll be a safe haven. We'll protect you. And we have extended laws and money to be able to provide these services. So they start out with a lie, which I think is really to garner the emotions of the readers. But emotion, I mean, abortions haven't been out and out outlawed in the United States. Yes, there's a lot of misinformation about what the overturning of Roe v. Wade did and what it meant. Um, it simply said there there is no federal protection. And even from my understanding from legal scholars who are more on the pro-choice side believe that Roe v. Wade was a bad law. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really wasn't a, a precedent for it to stand on. And it was just a bad written law. It, it shouldn't have never been ruled that way. But 
you, you were going through the time of you know, judicial activism where it wasn't necessarily ruling on what is the law. They were ruling on what they wanted the outcome to be. Right. Yes. And so and so we, we see that. And so it got finally got overturned, which it should have been overturned a long time ago. Um, but it simply put it back to the states. So this isn't something that is a constitutional right. This isn't something that's laid out in the Constitution. So either you have to amend the Constitution to include it, or you have to pass something like the Civil Rights Act to include it. Mm-hmm. You can't simply make it up, and which is what they did. Um, yes. And he, yeah. And so and so that's what that's what the, the court ruled rightly on the law that this should never have been codified at the federal level. It's not something protected by the Constitution. States are free to make whichever laws they see fit around this. And so that's really where we are. And it's going to be a mixed bag from state to state. Yes. And, you know, I think that, um, or not even I think, what I see a lot of is this claim from pro-choice people, like especially in my feed, that say, you know, the government has no right to be in, you know, my choices. The government has no right to tell me what to do with my body or what um, what I can or cannot do and things like that. And I'm like, I completely agree. We should have never been in that conversation from the beginning. And so to take ourselves out of that conversation is it, the right move. And you can put that 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 decision back on this uh, at the state level. But then there's this argument, too, of like, well, the government shouldn't have been in this conversation, but they need to give me the right. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't have it both ways. Either the government yeah. should have never been in the conversation or you think that the government should be in the conversation and give you the right. But you can't have it both ways. The government shouldn't have been in it and they can't be in it. But give me my right. Yeah, I would say I would say that they would probably be saying they believe that the government should protect their right to choose, right? And so by the government removing Roe v. Wade, they've lost that protection, even though in a lot of cases they haven't lost that right. And even even the states that have put restrictions, um, all the states aren't even complete bans, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and we'll get into the article a little bit where it talks about how in these states that have pit restrictions or bans, the, the black population of that state and and the uh, percentage of abortions in that state that are black and, and, and all those factors that go into that. We're, we're going to get into that. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you know, way to keep me on, keep me on track, keep me on track because I will. Yeah. I'm, I'm just ready to go in. OK, <laughs> so going back to the article. Thank you. Black women are more likely to live in areas where it's harder to access contraception. They get abortion at the highest rates compared to women of other races due to high rates of unintended pregnancy. The factors Mm -hmm. that lead some black women to seek abortions are present from the day they are born, passed down from mothers who face similar plights. Those born into poverty are less likely to have access to health care, let alone reproductive or maternal health care. When some black women are able to seek care, they face medical racism. For centuries, black women have fought for autonomy over their bodies against government sanctioned abuse and abuse from intimate partners. The end of a constitutional right to legal abortion makes this fight harder. What say you? Did do they really want me to say what say yes. me? Yeah, what say you? <laughs> um, what what I say, say it all? I say they, I would say they just made up a fake 
argument. I mean, this has nothing to do with racism or anything. They just, it's almost if they say it, they believe they say it, they put it out there, it makes it true. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the issues, and we can get into this, but the, re- the reason blacks are overrepresented in seeking abortions because we also have the very lowest rates of marriage, right? And so everybody out there, single, hooking up, doing this unintended pregnancies, right? 70% are unmarried and we're going to act like that doesn't affect behavior, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so this is, this is what I believe is going to happen because we've seen people on social media even say it. Women say, oh, well, if Roby Wade is gone, I'm not hooking up anymore. It's almost like a slap with me. Like, we're not sleeping with you guys anymore if Roby Wade is gone. It's like, that's exactly what you should do. Yes. You should be more selective and careful yes. with who and when you choose to sleep with. That is your yes. body and that is your choice. And now you don't have this safety net to kill the child because you want to go out and hook up. Right? Yes. And so... And so it's like they think they're making an argument. It's like that's what you should have been doing the whole time. Yes. Right? And so a lot of these numbers they're talking about are going to be lower because women are going to be more particular about who and when they choose to sleep with. Right? Yes. Yes. And so I mean uh, Yeah. The first thing that struck me was um, black women are more likely to live in areas where it's harder to access contraception. I call BS again. Yeah, right. I mean, if you're if you, if they are talking about um, poorer poorer black women, this is an area where Planned Parenthood thrives. They thrive in areas that would be considered like a medical desert. They intentionally set up clinics in um, in like rural areas or places that they would consider rural um, because they don't have access to what they would consider adequate medical care. But yeah. 50, it's, it's like 55, 56% of the Planned Parenthood locations are in these areas. So to say that a woman... Um, a black woman would not be able to go and get this contraception. I call BS on that. I'm like, no, that's actually not true. And then to say that black women seek abortions um, because of things that are are passed down from their mothers who face similar plight, the what's being passed down is the poor decision making. Mm-hmm. What's being yeah. passed down is this attitude that you don't need to get married or that you can just, you know sleep around and perhaps have an abortion. Yeah. I, I it's, think it's that we're like lacking some, something in this. How, Go ahead. How, how, is, how is it that abortion has been readily available to these people, but some kind of way contraceptives aren't? Exactly. The argument makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So they live in deserts to where if they can't get an abortion, it's really going to affect them. But how are they having the abortions if there's no way to even there to get contraceptives? Because, yes, the, the truest thing this article will tell you is that black women have the most abortions throughout the country mm-hmm. in 2018. And we're going to get there. You know, I don't want to jump ahead. Let's let, let's just let's let's stay here. Yeah. Let, yeah let's, let's keep going. State level abortion restrictions have already taken effect in at least eight states. And in total, 22 states have laws that impose very strict, very strict restrictions on abortion. 
Those states are home to 39% of the total U.S. population, but 45% of black women and girls under age 55. The consequences will be dire. The end of legal abortion will trap black women in cycles of poverty. The consequences will also be deadly. Black women have the highest rates of maternal mortality and pregnancy complications. And those risks will only increase if more black women have to carry unwanted pregnancies to term. Here are the numbers that show how alarming the the situation is. Black women make up the largest percentage of all abortions performed and have the highest abortion rate, according to 2019 data from the the Centers of Disease Control, the CDC, and Prevention. The most recent year for which the CDC reported this information. Let's see here. Abortions per 1,000 women in the U.S. in 2019, 23.8%. Per 1,000. Other races were 13%. When you, I guess, add them all together. Hispanics were 11.7% and whites were 6.6%. Out of 629,898 abortions reported to the CDC for 2019, Black women accounted for 38.4% of them. By comparison, white women made up 33.4% of those abortions. So when we break that down into real numbers, that's almost 240,000 black abortions. Mm -hmm. Abortion rates were 3.6 times higher among black women when compared to white women. The disparity can be explained by inequities in rates of unintended pregnancy as well as other factors, unequal access to quality family planning services, economic disadvantage, and distrust of the medical system. What say you? Sound off. Oh, man. Um, Once again, they always try to make it about... Let me go back. Since Roe v. Wade has been overturned, I've I've heard so much about the medical, uh, potential medical reasons for an abortion, right? That's been the issue now. But this article hits at West for years was always been explained as the real reason. Not just my body, my choice, but it's always been an issue of economics, right? It's always the poverty issue, right? Um, she can't afford to have another kid. She's going to be trapped in poverty. She can't go fulfill her dreams if she has a kid. You know, all these, it's always an economic reason, right? And this mm-hmm. article finally, finally gets to the, the whole medical reasons for an abortion, those are not the primary driving cause or reasons. Yes. It is it is convenience and it is um, economic, right? But as I said earlier, what they're not anticipating is women making different choices because this is what it's going to force. It's not that the women are going to continue to um, act and participate the same way when they know an abortion isn't available to them, they're going to be more willing to do contraceptives. They're going to be more willing to say no to whoever is trying to get with them, um, knowing that person isn't in a relationship with them or doesn't have a job or whatever that might be, right? Um, So this issue of poverty is an issue of singleness. It is an issue of baby mamas. You know, this isn't, this isn't married couple get pregnant unintendedly mm-hmm. and needs to have an abortion. No, that's not what's going on here. We're talking about the high rate of unmarried women having babies. 
Mm-hmm. That's what, well, that is what this is. This has nothing to do with generational pass down. This has nothing to do with systemic racism or systemic issues. This is about culture and choices, right? And if women start, um, let's say, holding out from men who aren't willing to marry them, you will see change. Yes. Right? You're going to see these numbers change. Yes. Which we should hope. Because this is the thing, I don't know if we're going to get to it, but this is the thing that the whole people that's supposed to be pro-choice and supposed to be Black Lives Matter and we're all of this and all. The Black community is half of what it should be. We've murdered 20 million yes. Black babies Come on since Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. Right? Come so on. instead of, and so right now it's over a little bit over 40 million Black people in this country. It's supposed to be 80. Mm-hmm. We're missing half our population. Yes. And they're saying that, and they want to act like they're pro-Black and all of these yes. things, it's like, no, no, you're not. You're pro an ideology and you're pro a political party. Yes, that it's is all, all it is. It's like, okay, so let's say that we bought into the idea that they can't, you know, black women shouldn't be out here hatting, which is Margaret Sanger's argument, who was a racist eugenist. Ooh, we we um, can get into that too. We can. But let's just say, for the sake of flattering the, the argument, that okay, black women should not be having babies um, and when they're in poverty. What is being done by the pro-choice side to help bring people out of poverty? There's not nothing being done. Well, You're they just, will say. Well, what? they will say they're we- they will say government welfare programs, social programs, but we see those programs do not bring people they, out of poverty. They don't bring people out of poverty. You're stuck. Yes. You're stuck. You're stuck yes. and you're stuck with the same morality. You're yes. it's not it's not that, you know, oh, I had this abortion and now I'm working really hard because I got connected with someone who's going to actually help me change my mindset and my worldview. No, it's that you had an abortion. Now you have all of the emotional baggage that statistically comes when women have an abortion and you still poor. Mm hmm. Yeah, like I say, a poor woman having a, having a baby is still poor. Like she was poor before. The she, baby yes. isn't what's making her poor. Yes. Uh, and so, like, yeah, the the arguments that they put up just don't. They just don't hold up to any kind of logical thinking or, or scrutiny. The last thing I'm gonna say before we continue reading is um, I want to highlight the passage that says unequal access to quality family planning services. Isn't that all supposed plan- to be Planned Parenthood? That's why they're in all the black communities. They're in the black communities. More than 50% are located in these um, poorer, more um, rural areas where people don't have access to adequate medical care and all that. But in family, family uh, Planned Parenthood says that it works in contraception and family plan because contraception and family planning are synonymous with one another. So it's family you want, planning. You want, you want the truth? You want the truth? Come, yeah, help me I out. Mean, it's, only, it's, it's only one explanation because this is what they say. They talk about all these other things Planned Parenthood does, right? You're talking about family planning and contraceptives and Planned Parenthood isn't just about abortions, but the minute abortion is made legal or struck down, the Planned Parenthood clinic closes. Yes. Why is that? If y'all do all these other things, 
why is it that the minute you can't do abortions, you close? Yes. You know, that that is, I mean, the answer is clear because they're simply there to do abortions. Yep. They're not there to do family planning and contraceptives. And I'm not saying some of that doesn't take place, but their main niche is abortions. They bread and butter. Yes. Yes. It's their bread and butter. Right. Yep. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's not about access to any of these things because I, I'll say this. If it's about rural communities, I give you that. You know, you live out in the middle of nowhere. It, you might not have access to stuff, but that's not a black or white. I mean, that's that's anybody who lives out in the boonies. Right. Hmm? If you live in the hood, if you live in the inner city, I guarantee you there's a clinic. I guarantee you there are resources there in the city mm-hmm. for contraceptives, family planning, all of these things, you know? Um, yep. So I, I really would like to know what, what, what the argument is. If you live in the city, why you can't get down to the clinic to get contraceptives? It just, it's just no excuse for it. If you can figure out a way to get your weave, your eyelashes <laughs> done, your nails, your toes with the acrylic, but you can't find a way to either get to a place of employment or to get contraception, I feel like something's wrong. I let's feel like we honest. have we, our, our priorities are just all screwed up. Let's let's be honest. Black people are the only helpless people in the country. Every issue is about what black people can't do. We yep. can't get an ID to vote. Can't. We can't we can't find condoms and birth control. Can't. We we just we just so helpless. We yep. so helpless. Somebody yep. please help us. We we we're, we're at risk. It's just always yes. the black people. Always. Always. Nobody and else. Like, do, do we not get tired of ha- now if we want to get real? Do black people not get tired of white people pandering to us? I like, mean, do do we yeah. not? Do we not get tired of this? I know some that are. I know some that's starting to see it. Like, wait a minute. You, I'm not always, slow. always, <laughs> like always have because a lot of the conversation which this is taking us way off on another tangent but a lot of the conversation is this racist white black conversation that we're always in here in america Mm -hmm. we're always in this white black conversation of oh it's the white man's fault oh it's this oh it's that it's whiteness it's it's white on black racism but then why not empower yourself and show yourself like well i can actually do this on my own instead of Go ahead. This this is what people need to realize where this comes from. This is the educated class, white and black, the liberal educated class that has been educated within a certain philosophy and worldview, who simply believes that people are born neutral and good, and it's simply the systems that causes these problems. So, in other words. A, a person wouldn't steal if the system wasn't set up for them to be poor, so they had to steal. So there's always a systemic reason for the behavior. And so they believe that if they simply change all the systems, then it would fix all the problems because people are just naturally going to thrive and be good and flourish. But we know that's not the truth. We know that culture matters. We know that a va- person's value system matters, right? And so um, it's, it's, it's one of those things of if you simply are educated to believe that everything is always the system, you're going to always be fighting for 
the system to change because that's what your belief is in. But the whole time you're completely ignoring the reality and the truth of what's really happening on the ground and holding people. I'm going to say this word It's a very popular word right now in a lot of areas, holding people accountable. Mm-hmm. People need to be held accountable. Yes. For their decisions and their actions. Yes. Right. This hasn't got nothing to do with the system has nothing to do with systemic, nothing. This mm-hmm. all has to do with who are you choosing to sleep with? Are you choosing to do it without contraceptives at all? Right. Um, and you probably need to make better choices, whether that's who you're sleeping with or you know, like I say, when you're sleeping with, like, like I say, the, the, the whole unmarried oh, thing is just a big thing. We won't, we won't, we won't solve a lot of these issues until that changes. But as long as people are out here just sleeping around and hooking up and this guy, that guy, this girl, that girl, you know, you, you're going to end up with these types of numbers. But that ain't got nothing to do with racism or systemic anything. That's culture. That's value. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And so, yes. um, yeah. And so no, that, that, that's where that comes from. That's where that thought process comes from of they always have to kind of baby us because they believe that all of our bad decisions and all of the bad statistics that involve us are simply based on our environment and the oppression system that's around us making us do it. So we have no agency. We have we're not even control of ourselves. We're that's simply it. the product of the system. And so, yeah. And so they believe it's always the system. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, let's keep reading. Black people are less likely to receive comprehensive sex education, a key factor in preventing unwanted pregnancies. Evaluations of sex education programs have found that they can help young people delay the onset of sexual activity, reduce the number of partners, and increase contraceptive use. One study found that teens who received Comprehensive sex education were 50% less likely to report a pregnancy than those who received abstinence-only education. Now, I'm going to stop there because we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are not familiar with um, the Center for Biblical Unity's Family Meeting podcast that we do, go back and check out the Family Meeting podcast that we did on July 8th. We kind of got deep into comprehensive um, July Today's the 8th. Yeah, so July 7th. Um, We got deep into comprehensive sex ed and what it teaches and what the markers are for each grade level. Here's my issue, and I'm going to let you chime in and just go ahead and, and bring us all the way home. But this comprehensive sex education stuff is just another way to indoctrinate kids into actually how 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 do you have safe sex or how do you have anal sex how do you have um relationships that are same sex attracted or transgendered or whatever so that you don't get pregnant it's everything it's the whole kit and caboodle it's yeah, not it, it, a, it's, a, it's not just ahead. the birds and the, it's not just the birds and the bees yes that's not what they're teaching no it's very it's a comprehensive um, what was the term they use? Um, like they had like pleasure in it or pleasure based sex ed. Yes. Yes. It's comprehensive, queer, inclusive, pleasure based sex ed. Yes. Um, and I don't know where they got their numbers from. I've heard other studies where people say there's been no evidence that sex ed 
stops pregnancy. Um, I got sexual ed in high school and it didn't didn't affect anything. This idea that people don't know where babies come from or mm-hmm. how to prevent babies from coming, like we know. Right. Whether you it's just whether you choose to. It's yes. a decision. Yes. But the, the 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 thing with the comprehensive sex ed that I want to caution parents against, and I would say if you're a parent watching this or aunt or uncle, grandparent, whoever, if you are involved in the life of a child, look into comprehensive sex ed because what it teaches is that your child or the, the child that you're involved with is going to be having sex. That is the come from, that's the way that they approach this conversation. And since you are going to be having sex outside of the confines of marriage, you should know all of these things. You should know about masturbation. You should know about anal sex. You should know about oral sex. You should know about a whole range of things that are not appropriate for a child a sixth grader to know during during this time of their life. And I would say, according to me, according to Mo, if Mo ruled the world, <laughs> I would not be having my child's teacher teach them about anal and oral sex. And I'm glad you said sixth grade, because I guarantee you people hearing this are automatically thinking, oh, this is high school. These are seniors. Like, no, this is K, K starting at yeah. K. And through middle school and beyond, like all of these things they're they're teaching because it's comprehensive. Right? Yes. And so, and- um, yeah. And so, I mean, like not to get off topic, but mm-hmm. they, people need to understand that when they talk about comprehensive sex ed, it's more than just the birds and the bees. It's more than the birds and the bees. And why aren't they, if, if let's, let's just let's just humor them and say that this um, their numbers are 50 percent less likely to report pregnancy. OK, I can run with that. Why is the question, why are they less likely to get pregnant? I would say it's because they're pushing a transgendered or homosexual agenda. And that's not going to get pregnant. No way. That That's one way to, to think about. It. I'm pretty sure that uh, that is um, probably one way. And they're, they're also involved in a lo- lot of other activities that you probably can't that, get pregnant from. As yes. Well. Yes, I do have that in my notes, but yes, <laughs> there's a lot of other activities that are not going to necessarily lead to pregnancy that are being taught to young people. But there is a push. We have to understand there is a push for this queer ideology, this transgender, this homosexual that is outside of, and we come from a historically Christian perspective. So if you aren't a historic Christian, if you aren't a Christian at all, please understand that these are the positions of um, of the, the historic Christian position. This is the position of scripture. Um, they're not pushing things that are in line with biblical support, with scripture. They're not pushing have sex after marriage. They're not pushing, um, you know, that, that sex is between a man and a woman. And so mm-hmm. this comprehensive sex ed is way more than what many people are are banking on. You ready to yeah, keep going? I, I, oh, no, well, yeah, okay. I, I'll add this too. Because you talk about the historic Christian view. I think it's very important that we say the historic Christian view is the predominant black view. Yes. Right? That is, I don't want that to get lost to where the Black community is deep-rooted in historic biblical Christianity, right? It has affected our culture. It has affected so much 
um, because we're so, I mean, you talk to a black person more likely they're going to tell you they grew up in the black church. Yep. To some, you know, and so don't think that what, what they found out every time they do polls that black people are super conservative because we are, because we were often, we were raised in the church, but we are taught to identify with different ideologies and political parties that don't line up with our worldview and our beliefs. And so when people start saying these particular positions, they come across as not the traditional black view when reality they are. It's almost like the blackest thing you can be is conservative because we're conservative people. Yeah. Right. But in the political debates, we switch to the other side because that's the side we're told we have to vote for mm-hmm. for our survival. And so not just and so we end up condoning other parts of their platform because to us, team Democrat means team black, yep. even though that's against our own personal convictions. Yep. Right. And so yep. I, I just want to put that out there that the historic Christian position is the predominant black position because blacks are Christian, typically conservative. Yep. All right. Thank you. Um, Let's keep going. According to one report, black youth, low income youth and youth from single parent households were less likely to get formal sex ed and black youth were more likely to receive abstinence only education, which is ineffective and stigmatizing. This is despite the fact that another survey found that most black people favor comprehensive sex ed for young adults. Access to were you going to say something after that? Um, no, I guarantee okay. you, if they, if they define what comprehensive sex ed was, black people wouldn't be for it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Access to contraception like birth control and condoms also reduce the rate at which women have unplanned pregnancies and seek abortions. Yet black women are more likely to live in contraception deserts, areas where barriers to purchasing contraceptives are higher. As a result, black women ages 15 to 49 are less likely than other racial groups to use birth control regularly. They are also less likely to use prescription contraception, such as birth control pills and long acting reversible um, contraceptives, like an IUD or a birth control arm implant. The most effective forms of birth control are abstinence and permanent sterilization. I'm sorry, Um, the most effective forms of birth control after abstinence and permanent sterilization. Those between 18 and 24 tend to prefer condoms, which are less effective, which are a less effective way to prevent pregnancy. The racial gap in contraception access and use is rooted in social and structural racism and discrimination. For one, Mm. it's difficult to access prescription birth control without health insurance. Black women and girls are uninsured at roughly twice the rate of white women and girls, according to data from 2020. Because we're not married. If you're married, more than likely you're gonna have insurance. This is an issue of singleness. That's what this is. Poverty is an issue of singleness. You know, all of these issues are an issue of singleness. This has nothing to do with structural racism. I can, I can, I can 
vibe with you on the single, like, like being single can, you know, play into that. But as a single person, I don't know that it's all that. Like, I think that I, I think guarantee you looked of, at the. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think no, it's an ahead. issue of. I think it's an issue of morality. I think it's an issue of choice. I don't think it's an issue of singleness because I can be poor and choose not to have sex. True. I can True. I can be poor and single and make the choices that that are needed to never need an abortion. So the fact that True. you're ta- like the, the, this idea that singleness is why I don't have insurance could be true that could be one indicator of it but it could be that i am underemployed and i'm not seeking out the what it what it takes to actually go and get a better job i could be single and haven't been responsible enough to go and look and see if i qualify for medicaid or something like that like yeah. I'm not saying that I am fully all on board with all these government subsidies and things like that, but you also have to to think like there are things available for you. If you are so pro-Democrat and the Democrat Party has made available to you different forms of um, welfare or social assistance, well, go and take advantage of it. It's there. It's available to you. But instead, what we're saying is, is that there's nothing available. I've been in social service for a little too long. I know what's available. So Mm -hmm. as a single person, these things are available. You can go and and sign up so that you can get um, maternity care, that you can get prenatal care. And you can go put it on Kaiser, put it on Cigna, put it on United, whatever. But you, there, there are options so that you can have prenatal health care for you and your baby. It doesn't yeah. always end just because you're single in abortion. Singleness is not the cause of abortion. Singleness may be the cause of poverty for some people. I'm single and I'm not in poverty. And I praise God for that. But I, I think that to limit it down to singleness, to be like, you know, this is all because they don't have insurance because they're single. I just, I, I just, I feel like that that makes it a little too easy for people. It's like, no, no you, you, you should need to go do the hard work and figure out what is available to you. No, no, I, I agree with you. I was simply saying the, the, the reason for the discrepancy in numbers, right? They mm. keep saying we're more likely to not be insured. We're more likely to do this and that. And a lot of that more likely is tied to the fact that more when black women are single, right? Because if they were married, I guarantee you they would have higher rates of insurance, right? I think, I think so. I, I mean, I think that's a possibility. But I think, you know, I, I, I guess I question why you don't have insurance when you drive a Benz, when you're making your car note. You might live in a studio apartment but you driving this, you know, this Cadillac, you might, you know, be in your Nissan Altima in your studio apartment, but your lashes, nails, and weave is done. That, like, yes. I, I, but you, we but choose, you can't we choose. Insurance? True, true. Yeah, you, you're right. There is a sense of there are choices made, right? And we prioritize and we our money goes towards what we prioritize. I mean, that that is a true... True statement. Um, there are a lot of nice outfits, nice shoes, nice weaves, nice hair in the inner city. 
Right. That's that's all. I'm like, if you can yeah. go and spend, I'm not, okay, y'all. I was looking at getting a weave, and I chose not to because it was gonna cost me fifteen hundred dollars. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. But it was gonna be good. <laughs> but I'm single, and if I choose to spend my money that way, that's what I choose. I don't. Have, I'm not worried about taking no money out of my kids' mouth. I'm not worried about you know not paying my rent. Um, my car was paid off. Like I'm not worried about that. But you have to ask. Like now, what you're saying is that basically your hair would be more important than this life. Or your hair and and your external, well, you know, circumstances and to dos are more important than getting insurance. I will say this: at least the article is painting it to yes. where black people have no choices and no hope, and it's yes. all gonna crumble down because Roe v. Wade is overturned. Yes, right? I'm That's glad that you, that you made that distinction. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, let's keep going. My goodness gracious. Black women in the South, where a number of abortion bans will take effect, have the lowest rates of health insurance coverage among all black women. Some Southern states like Mississippi have refused to expand Medicaid coverage, which has prevented black women in those states from having better health outcomes. Black women in Medicaid expansion states have experienced fewer maternal deaths than those in non-expansion states. Overall, black women have less access to quality health care and less trust in medical professions who might recommend birth control. The medical profession has a history of pressuring black women and other women of color to limit their family sizes and consider tubal st sterilization. After all, the American father of modern gynecology exper experimented on enslaved black women in the 19th century without anesthesia. More than one third of black women in a 2005 survey believe that medical and public health institutions use poor and minority people as guinea pigs to try out new birth control methods. Research in a 2019 study found that black women tend to live near pharmacies that impede the purchase of contraception. The, are, the obstacles are many, limited hours, fewer female pharmacists, fewer patient brochures on contraception, condoms that are difficult to access, and fewer self-checkout options. If these, if, if this, <laughs> they this, went to self-checkout options. This, this, um, this, this y'all want to talk about some ish, this some stuff right here. And we can go back, we can go back. But I'm like, okay, so these are the obstacles. Limited hours. Limited, like, or what, are they only open two hours a day? If a high school student can figure out a way to get a condom, you as a full-grown human person can't get a condom? That whole fewer, section. Fewer and female pharmacists. That whole section about the whole experimenting stuff, they always try to root something that somebody they ain't thinking nothing about. Nobody today who is about to have sex is not thinking about some party 100 years ago, 200 years ago, and what happened to black women in the experiment. Nobody is thinking about that. Also, they clearly left out. They said black women um, and women of color often pressured to limiting their family size. Who does that? Mm. That's Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. That's Margaret Sanger who didn't want the black population to, yep. to have as many babies. Right. That was the whole purpose of Planned Parenthood was to limit 
the reproduction of people that she considered the undesirables, which were the poor and minorities. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so she put all her clinics in minority communities. And it has been successful as the black community is half of what it should be. Right? She did her job. Here, here's my question. So, if one third of black women believe that medical and public health institutions use poor and minority people as guinea pigs to try out new birth control methods, why go to Planned Parenthood for your abortion? When you're going to the clinic that was started by the racist eugenist. That is why, a good why are we doing that? I, I don't understand. Because I, I don't, thing. I, I'm because confused. this is the thing, and this the even the even though know, we're talking about that, and even the way they put in this article, you know why we talk about it, and why the article is talking about it, because we're educated to a certain degree. The person in the hood that is living their everyday life, that is going to get medical care or is going to get abortion. They are completely unaware of that history. That's why it's irrelevant to even put it in the article because mm-hmm. that's not what's determining people's actions. Yep. You know, um, it is a people who are who are highly educated that write this stuff live in a bubble. They live mm-hmm. in a bubble and they do not realize it that the person on the street could care couldn't care less about this type of stuff. Um, even when you get into the conversations about systemic racism, all that kind of stuff, you go to, go down to the hood, you talk to somebody, that's not what they're worried about or talking about, right? That is a very high, affluent, educated, privileged point of view to have, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so with this article, it's, it's, it's missing. And the reason, the reason that they get um, the the solution wrong is because they've misdiagnosed the entire problem. Oh, right? come on. It is. They they simply want to, to put it on the system, on history, on racism, on systemic issues, on not enough self-checkout counters. No. Like, <laughs> that, that is not the root cause of this issue within the community. Yep. It's something deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not something that happens to the community. It's something internal to the community, right? Yes. And it, and it has to be, because if it's not internal to the community, then the community has no power to change its own situation, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And once you believe that, you created this hopelessness, right? But once people believe that they have the power to change their own situation, they have agency, you start to see people be empowered to make different decisions and to move differently. But as long as we keep telling people that their situation is because of the systemic issues around them and the racism and this and that, you've created a sense where you keep them in that place. Right. Yes. And um, yeah. And, and so it, that, because that's, they're tethered so, to you then. They're then yes. tethered to the party that helps them all the time. Because there's now a narrative that you can't do it yourself. There's a narrative of hopelessness and we're going to be the party of hope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, but um, preaching accountability and self-improvement and self-change doesn't doesn't drive votes. Yeah. Right. If you can if you have the power to do it yourself, you don't need. You don't. Why, why do I need you? 
right? Mm-hmm. If I can simply do it myself, if I can make better decisions, if I can make different decisions, if I can choose, you know, not to sleep with this guy, you know, or I can choose to um, take advantage of all the other resources available to me. Because let's be honest, we're both from the hood. You've mm-hmm. been in social work a long time. We all know the number of programs and resources that are oh, available yeah. to everybody oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yes. Yes, yes, yes. And we can go, I mean, we can go down the whole list. You can get prenatal care. You can get, um, you can sign up to, to get, especially if there's like a PRC in the hood, they'll do your baby shower for you and get you some like furniture. There's furniture. Like you can go to, um, it's not, is it Catholic charities? Um, but one of them, like, will help with, will assist with like moving costs, furniture stuff. You can get rental assistance. You can get your light bill paid. You can get your gas bill paid. You can, you can get a cell phone. You are, mm-hmm. you used to be able to, I'm not sure if that Obama phone is still, still in, in effect after Trump, but you used to be able to get a cell phone. You can, like, I don't know. There's I no mean, lack what of more? There is no lack of resources short of living your life for you. I don't know what else our government and and our our tax dollars can do. Like I said, you can get you can get food stamps, you can get medical insurance, you can you can get help with the down payment on a house. You can literally be on HUD on Section Eight and qualify for a housing program. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you can the get help with your ID because none of those things drive change. They simply create a dependent class. That's 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 the issue, right? Yes. And so because the numbers don't improve, they keep thinking, oh, they need to do more. They need to do more. We need to do more. And yep. um, yeah, and that just goes right to this. The, the, the framework of this abortion article is simply saying that things are bad or things are this because of a lack of resources. Mm-hmm. Now, that's I do want to... I, I do want to highlight what they're saying about, um, you know, our the black woman's history, like the gynecology, um, the gynecological issue with the gynecologists during slavery and how um, experiments were performed on black women. That is true. That is, like, you can look at the Tuskegee experiment and um, mm-hmm. different experiments that were performed on black bodies. That is true. Now, black people are not the only group of people in America that have had um, medical experiments performed on them, but it, to to list this, you know, as a, a piece of data in our history, I don't want to just gloss over that and act like that never happened. It did happen. No. I'm leery. This is why Monique herself is leery about government assistance because sometimes they assistance be experiments, but that's a whole nother conversation for a different day. <laughs> Let's keep going. Yeah. Well, you gonna say something else? No, I'll say, no, the history is the history. Um, Mm -hmm. I only question how much of today's individual choices and decisions are driven by that history. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I feel you on that. Okay. And when they obtain contraception, it's more likely to fail. Another report found that black women and women with low socioeconomic status also have higher rates of contraceptive failure than white and high socioeconomic status women, even when using more effective forms of contraception. What does that have to do with anything? I, I'm not even, so 
the way I read it is that the birth control for poor people doesn't work. <laughs> Does even the birth control when, know your economic status? Like, even when it's a more effective form, I, it makes me wonder: Are you doing what you're supposed? Are people doing what they're supposed to be doing with the contraception the right way? But I, yeah, we just gonna keep going. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah. Okay, we are about halfway through this article and there's a lot more to cover. So what we're actually going to do is put a pin here and on our next episode of Off Code, we are going to finish out this article um, so that we can get deep into it and we don't have to rush you or us for time. So thank you very much for watching episode one of Black Abortion. We will be back in a few weeks to hit on the rest of the article. Thanks so much. Thanks so much.